Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. I'm Millette Jones, and if you want to start or grow a thriving coaching business, this is the place to be. Join me every Monday for inspiration and action when I interview top coaches and expert entrepreneurs who share strategies and secrets for building a successful business. Are you ready to be unstoppable? Let's go. Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast, where inspiration and action come together. Today, we're joined by Stan Way. Stan is the founder of PeakSalesResults.com. He's a highly sought-after sales coach and keynote speaker. After years of working as a corporate sales trainer with multiple Fortune 100 and Fortune 500 companies, Stan founded Peak Sales Results with the goal of empowering salespeople to sell with a servant's heart. Stan's personal coaching and training has created over a dozen millionaires in the past two years. And in the past 18 months alone, he's built four companies to multiple six figures per month in sales using his scientifically based sales processes. Stan, I want to thank you so much for agreeing to join us today. Oh, I am so honored and and so excited, Millette. Thank you for having me. Well, before we jump into more about your business, I would love it if you would tell us just a little bit about you, maybe some of the things you like to do when you're not busy working. Sure. No, that that is a terrific question. Uh, You know, as as someone who is in the coaching industry, you know, I I have created my business to meet my lifestyle. So, you know, I (laughs) I work hard. You know, a lot of my clients are international. So, you know, it was last night I was up till 2 a.m. speaking to Australians and and I'm based here in Birmingham, Alabama. But, you know, I I schedule my life and everything around the fact that I I do. I have a a wonderful wife and and two small children, uh, three year old son, one year old daughter. And and so really, you know, for me, you know, I'm I'm one of these few people who's blessed and fortunate enough in life to, you know, I, I live my passion every day. My my my. Business is is what I love, um, but also you know the outside of that it's my family you know and and so that's really cool because I you know I'm I'm excited that you know my three year old my one year old uh, they're they're going to have opportunities that I didn't have growing up so yeah that's uh, outside of you know my wife and kids and work you know I'm it, I'm pretty fulfilled so it I'm not one of these guys that kayaks every weekend that would be cool <laughs> but I don't <laughs> right well you know some of the stuff that I said in your bio was like you know you you kind of got started in sales so let's talk a little bit about that journey from sales into coaching so how long have you been coaching and how did you make that shift Oh man, that, that, that is a, a, that is a good long story. Um, you know, my wife, I always say long story short and she says, no, long stories long. Um, (laughs) so, you know, in in reality, you know, I, I got into sales at the age of 21, um, professionally and, and very quickly, uh, became a corporate sales trainer with, with a large fortune 100 company, uh, literally within three months. Uh, you know, and, and I, I, I would like to say, you know, uh, the, it was something special that I did, but it's just the fact that I love people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and so they, they put me in this position to try to teach their sales processes, uh, and it didn't work. You know, uh, it, it was very hard to replicate what I was doing because, you know, most of what I was doing was just kind of self-taught, you know, people person actually caring about people kind of thing. And so, you know, I, I went through years and years of almost like every sales professional out there. You know, you, you know, you can always find a sales job. 
Right. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I moved from position to position, uh, would always start in a sales position, would become a, a corporate sales trainer, moved around, did a lot of different things. And finally, um, you know, I, I was in a sales position in 2013, um, you know, when, when my wife and I got married and, and we very quickly, we, we had a honeymoon baby <laughs> um, <laughs> who, who came a month premature in, in August of 2014. Mm. And you know, he, he came prematurely and a lot of things were going on. I had kind of started coaching and consulting on the side. Um, but, you know, it was like this perfect storm of my son coming early and all sorts of different stuff. And I ended up, you know, losing that job uh, and also losing the coaching and consulting business that I'd kind of grown into like this little baby on the side. Right. And, you know, it was it was a really rough time. Um, you know, we, we moved into my mother-in-law's basement. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, well, we, we moved into her house. We, we didn't move into her basement. I, I set up an office and I have a picture of this office in this crowdy, crowded, musty basement um, with a little folding table. And, and I said, I'm, I'm going to make this work. You know, I'm going to make this work. And, you know, we, we kind of transformed our lives. You know, I, I took everything that I had been applying, you know, personally and I've built up this coaching business. Um, You know, I, I work a lot with coaches Right. Uh, teaching them sales processes. So yeah, it, it has been a, a fun journey. And so uh, since you know, the last couple of years, this is, this is a full-time thing. I, I wish I had 20 more hours in the day to give to everyone. Mm. So you said something earlier that I want to touch on a little bit. You said that you were a people person. Now, I am not a people person. So whenever, when I was growing up, like you said, there's a sales job every day of the week. You could go get a sales job. And mm-hmm. sales just kind of, I was scared of it. I, it kind of turned me off a little bit. It wasn't something that I was really drawn to. It was kind of scary. So what do you say to people who who say that? I'm not a salesperson. I'm not a people person. It's scary. What's your yeah, response? Well, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's such a good question. You know, I, this and this is where, you know, you have to be really honest with yourself. Okay. You know, this is, I, I you know, I work with a lot of coaches and help them implement you know, virtual sales teams because there's just some coaches who sales it's beyond them or some businesses where sales it, it, it's just beyond their grasp. Mm-hmm. But, you know, anyone that works with me personally in my, in my personal coaching, you know, it, when you work with me, um, you know, I don't you know, it's not like I hop in and I say, OK, what's your product and service? What's your sales script? What's your sales pitch? You know, all, all sorts of stuff like that. You know, I before anyone ever we ever get to that stuff when they work with me one on one. Uh, we will spend typically three to four weeks uh, working through mindset issues. Mm. We we will talk about what your goals are, you know, three, four, five years down the line. How does your current business serve that goal? If it doesn't serve that goal, let's change your business. Let's change the product or service you're offering. So it's, you know, it, most of sales is actually mindset stuff, you know. Okay. And, and so, you know, I, I work with people. That, you know, and, and help them find what their passion and where they're wanting to see themselves in five years. Because if what your product and service and if your coaching isn't serving where you want to be in five years, you have to change it, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or completely throw out the plan. And, and so when, when you're really lined up, when, when you know you have a product or service or coaching uh, that is going to serve your values and, and work from a core of integrity, you're able to fire on all cylinders. And so you don't have to be salesy, mm-hmm. you know. Your passion for serving others is is going to far surpass any magical closing sales script, you know, um, and, and people feel that when you truly want to serve them, people feel that. So you don't have to be a salesperson. You don't have to, 
<laughs> know how to be a master of rebuttals or objections or some ha- sort of ha- hardcore closer. That that is the opposite of anything I teach. You know, I, I teach how to actually serve people. And you know, I, it, it, there are people probably listening who you know are into the law of attraction and you know all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, call it what you will, higher power, the universe, the law of attraction. Look, you know, people feel. People feel when you want to help them. So, so that's where I come in and I, I help people. I help businesses. Um, I help large businesses, small businesses, uh, lots and lots of coaches kind of find that and, and work from that core. So you said you built it up a little bit on the side, but then once your son was born, it kind of, you made that shift to this was sort of your gig. So everybody knows that being an entrepreneur has a lot of ups and downs. So can you talk to us about maybe just a low point that you experienced when you were first getting your coaching business going? Yeah. So this is, and I I think almost any coach or any entrepreneur listening can relate to this. Um, I, I like to make big, big problems bigger sometimes. (laughs) So, you know, uh, when, when my son was born, you know, and, and I lost the sales position I was in, it, it, it messed with me emotionally. You know, I'm not going to lie. Um, and I think everyone, you know, it, it, anyone who's listening in the United States, we know that, you know, anywhere from 25 to 30% of the population is on some sort of antidepressant. Right. Honestly, you know, but, and so let's just be honest about, you know, the world and, 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 you know, a lot of people struggle and, and I, you know, I, I wasn't on antidepressants. Maybe I should have been, um, <laughs> But, but frankly, you know, it really, it hurt, you know, because I felt like a failure, you know, because everyone in Western culture, we compare ourselves to others. Um, and so I let my business completely fail. I had so much self doubt. I had so much of this imposter syndrome kind of thing, you know, like I can't do it because of fill in the blanks. And, and I let my circumstances be my story. Right. <laughs> and, and so, you know, w- when that happened, you know, and I set up this little, you know, $30 folding table in my mother-in-law's basement, I said, I can do this. And the only difference between me and the people who are doing this successfully are the fact that they're just doing it, you know? And, and so, you know, I, 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 I relaunched my website. I relaunched my brand. I started working with other coaches. Um, you know, I started working with sales professionals and, and, the, you know, and we can talk about, you know, how really the nitty gritty details of how I built my business. But yeah, I mean, it was this position where we went from literally destitute <laughs> with a newborn son to where the fact is, is, you know, today we, we do, we, we live the life of our dreams, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and, and I'm very blessed and fortunate to be able to say that. So let's talk a little bit about that imposter syndrome, because what I have found to be so interesting in the people that I talk to is it almost doesn't matter if they're brand new coaches or if they are seven figure coaches, imposter syndrome still seems to come up for people. And it's Mm -hmm. something that, I mean, I like to put it out there and say, look, this is going to come up. Even if you're successful, it's going to come up. So how can coaches kind of get over that or get beyond it? Oh, that is such an awesome question. Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because there's probably people listening to this podcast right now who are on the cusp of really big things, but they're like, oh, I can't do it because of, you know, fill in the blank. Um, you know, th- there's been some really cool studies uh, around imposter syndrome um, by major universities that show that if you're suffering from imposter syndrome, um, it's actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. What it means is that you're actually probably working from a core of integrity and that you're wanting to actually bring value to people. Hmm. So so that's huge. That right. that is a huge thing. So anyone that's feeling imposter syndrome, like honestly, like just sit back for a second and go, 
oh, whew, man, I'm a good person. Um, <laughs> g- give yourself a pat on the back. So now that now that you've recognized that, you know, and this kind of goes into everything that I teach with, you know, scientifically proven ways to inc- increase closing ratios and all that stuff. But, you know, when you understand the science behind your brain and how you work, um, you know, it's easy to sit back and go, okay, all right, imposter syndrome. I've got it. Now how to overcome it. And, and so, you know, it, it is every, if you're, if you have it good, go ahead, give yourself that pat on the back, but now understand that you cannot let your circumstances be your story. Mm. Everyone has excuses. Everyone great has excuses. You know, I, I don't know how many times I've heard entrepreneurs talk about Elon Musk in the last week. Mm. <laughs> um, but you know, this is a guy who by all accounts should have failed thousands of times. Right. <laughs> You know, but but he just, you know, as as it says in, you know, the the great the great classic movie, Joe Dirt, um, keep on keeping on. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And that and that's the trick Um, and understanding that, you know, there's not going to be some huge outside motivating forces. You just have to understand that if you just do it, you you will experience a little bit of traction. And when you experience that first little bit of traction, celebrate your success, but then continue serving. Because, you know, if, if you've got a coaching business like so many of your listeners do here, you know, it, it's about serving because coaching is this magical ability where you can sit back, make a great income and change thousands of people's lives. And it's very meaningful. Right. Let's talk a little bit about that traction that you were talking about. When did you start to feel that in your own coaching business? Yeah. So it started when I sat back and applied what I knew I should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that's, you know, I, I think that's the magic of everyone listening to this right now is that everyone could probably, you know, if they sat down with a piece of paper and a pen right now or pulled up the notes application on their phone, they could list five things they need. They know they need to do right now. Right. <laughs> you know, um, and, and, and so, you know, it's it's actually just doing those things. And so when I sat back and said, well, how is what I'm doing. How, how does it serve my life purpose, my life vision? Where, where do I want to be in a few years? And I started aligning my coaching with that. Things changed instantly. You know, I, I was able to see, you know, my, my own closing ratios for my personal coaching increase drastically. But, you know, it's the small things. It was the emails um, from, you know, the, the people that I had spoken to at a conference or something or at a workshop in, in office. And, you know, I, I give my, you know, I, it's not hard to get in touch with me. Everyone has my cell phone and my email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I tell everyone, like, seriously, reach out. People do not utilize me. I, I truly just want, want you to reach out. And it's funny because, you know, it's, it's those small wins of people saying, hey, you, you helped me close this deal. You know, you helped me close my first $30,000 deal. Okay, cool. Awesome. Like that's, that's a huge thing. And when you start to see that your coaching actually is changing people's lives, mm-hmm. then, then you course correct. And, and if it's not like, look, if you're coursing, if your coaching is not changing the course of people's lives, you need to change what you're doing. So let's talk a little bit about, you said that you started to apply the things that you knew you should be doing, but to me, that can also be sort of like a double-edged sword because sometimes we can get caught up in this whirlwind of learning and content creation and doing, but maybe it's not what we need to be doing to move the business forward, if that makes sense. So how did you, how do you differentiate between busy work and then actually doing the things that are important? Yeah, so I did what I think everyone should do. I got a coach. 
<laughs> you know, and, and in, in the, the day and age we, we live in, Millette, you know, I think it's really easy to, to hop on Facebook or Instagram and see that everyone calls themselves a coach. Right. You know, um, which I think that's what's going to differentiate the people listening to this podcast from all the fake internet gurus out there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because if someone's listening to this podcast, it means they want to be a better coach. Right. You know, and, and, and it means that they're investing time and bandwidth to you. And the people you're interviewing. So, hey, look, just anyone listening to this podcast right now is probably better than 90% of the coaches out there, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, so so I got a coach who helped me, you know, held me accountable and helped me take action steps, you know. And and now I and now I apply that in, in the you know, my personal coaching, the other coaches I work with. Um, you know, I, I call it the double A approach. It's action and accountability. You know, I I think anyone could hop on YouTube and find enough free content to watch for the rest of their life about how to build a six-figure business from home. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, but but that's great. YouTube videos are nice, but you know, you, you do, you have to invest in yourself. You have to have some money in the game um, and, and have someone who's done what you're wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so that's the thing, you know, it's it, we're, we're in the 21st century. It's 2017 as we record this right now. There's someone who's done what you want to do. Just honestly, Go hire them for an hour. Reach out to them on Facebook Messenger. Say, hey, will you please mentor me? I understand that, that your time is valuable. I'm happy to pay you. Even if it's just for a couple hours, you can learn so much in a couple hours from someone who's been where you, you are now. Um, it, it's worth your time. Mm-hmm. It's so much worth your time. Well, let's move the conversation into a little bit more about your business. Now, You've mentioned a few things that you do workshops and you train at corporations and you do individual coaching. So are these the main ways that you're generating revenue in your business or do you have other things that you do as well? Yeah, so it <laughs> it is so funny that the product and service that I do not offer publicly anywhere is where most of my revenue comes from. And <laughs> and that is the fact that I do work with a, a lot of coaches helping them implement sales teams, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and so, you know, because a lot of coaches are so caught up working on their business or, or in their business that they can't work on it, mm-hmm. you know, so, so I do, I, I help other coaches implement uh, virtual sales teams to, so that they can actually focus on the coaching, you know, and so, yeah, that, that is where, you know, right now, I wouldn't say the majority of my income comes from there, but that, that is something that takes up a, a lot of my bandwidth, but, you know, I, I, at this point in time, I have more people that want to work with me than I could ever, me or my, my small team could ever handle. Mm-hmm. So, Well, let's unpack that a little bit because I don't know that I have talked to anyone who uses a virtual sales team. So what is that and how exactly does that help a coach? Yeah, so most coaches, um, you know, it, it it's a sales funnel, you know, mm-hmm. for all sales coaches. Um, you know, there are some coaches who use Instagram. And focus on that. There are some coaches who use LinkedIn, which is absolutely amazing. There, there's some coaches who run Facebook ads. Um, there, there's like three or four coaches that do Bing ads. I don't know. Um, but, you know, <laughs> but, but I say that because, you know, it is all a sales funnel. And, and so uh, any coach who, who has some form of coaching uh, ultimately has some sort of, and depending on the coach, you know, it, they might have an online program, which is great. Or they, they may, you know, have higher end coaching, which higher end, you know, that, that, that's quantifiable to different people at mm-hmm. different levels. But, you know, coaching packages starting at two, $3,000, going all the way up to twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars 
Um, you know, and, and so, you know, when, when it does become a higher ticket, higher monetary value, uh, it, it does. It requires a, a sales call, which, you know, I, it, regrettably, you know, our industry is full of um, really successful coaches who use really high pressure sales techniques. Mm. And and I, you know, and I'm not saying anything bad against anyone. Um, you know, I, I think it's important to, you know, have a good proven sales process. But in the 21st century, I think it's really uh, goes against what you're trying to accomplish if you're putting someone in a high pressure sales situation. So, you know, I, it, you know, it, I, I help people implement virtual sales teams, which, you know, um, it teach people how to source where mm-hmm. to find, you know, an actual proven, uh, virtual sales phone closer and, and then how to let that person kind of be self-managed a little bit managed by a coach, but, you know, managed and on a commission basis so that the coach can actually focus on their business because it's much greater to, to make, you know, 80% of a half million dollars than it is to make a hundred percent of 30,000 mm-hmm. per month, you know? So, so, and that's what I try to teach and, and show coaches to do. I want to dig into that a little bit because I have had the experience of knowing someone who got into coaching and really, you know, she grew really rapidly over, you know, the course of a few years, you know, 10 extra income by following, you know, a certain, certain steps. And one of the things that she was starting to implement that she was talking about was that you know, having some salespeople. And I remember us having this conversation about, you know, well, does that take the the personality out of it? You know, does that seem like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, oh, I'll chat with you for a moment and then I'm going to push you off to the salesperson. Do you ever find that people, you know, sort of have any any sort of a, a roadblock or is there any anything like that come up for folks as far as it not seeming as personal? Yeah, I, I mean, it, honestly, yes. Uh, but those percentage of people are, you know, typically like one or two percent, mm. <laughs> it, depending depending on what type of uh, sales funnel you have. You know, I, right. I work with a, a wonderful, um, she's kind of like a mom mompreneur coach, right? <laughs> uh, from the the Midwest here in the United States, and she's she's just, you know, she she has her coaching is so good. I mean, she, I, I honestly believe she could probably ten x. Her, her rates mm-hmm. and, and you know people would fall over just to work with her i think she's the best um now now i say that you know but she she was taking her own sales calls and all sorts of different stuff and she doesn't have a lot of like online sales funnels or webinars or anything in place um and she's working on that uh but i said hey look you know you and and we we met at a conference and i said hey look you know please just do this and i just gave her all the free advice i could i said please just do this i'm begging you i because i love you i think you're great please just do this you know and and i showed her you know a couple places that maybe she could find uh, a a phone closer and all sorts of different stuff and it's funny because you know she she had this exact issue you're talking about she's like well i don't want people to feel like it's not personal or anything Mm -hmm. like that and i said hey look you know anyone that's coming into coaching um, you know, is going to understand that it's a process. You know, people don't go to the the three day weekends with Tony Robbins and expect to have a personal phone call with Tony Robbins before the <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah, so, yeah. So if you want to be successful, just do what successful people do. And 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 in our industry, you know, it's you know if, if you know I'm not sure Tony gets a lot of emails personally from someone who's like, hey, I'd like to go to Power Within or whatever. But you know, I said, hey, if someone reaches out, just copy. 
you know, your, your salesperson, your business developer on an email or a Facebook message or something, make the introduction and, and then let them handle it from there mm-hmm. because it allows you to let go, get the monkey off your back and focus on serving your current current students. And, you know, she she had capped herself out at, you know, like fifteen twenty thousand dollars a month in revenue in her coaching. You know, she, she's been doing this for four months now. You know, and she she's already she was at almost ninety thousand dollars a month in revenue. Well, see, I think it's almost, you know, as you were talking, it kind of got me thinking it's probably just a mindset thing, because the first thing that came to mind when my friend and I were talking about this was, you know, well, she's just getting too big for her britches. You know, she needs a salesperson. (laughs) But no, you know, if you really dig into it and you think about it and you're like, wait a minute, that's that's not really the right way of looking at it what it's doing is it's freeing her up to actually work with people and Mm -hmm. not to have to be on the phone you know selling because that's that can be a system that can be a process that people go through the same way every time and they're not getting the value from her in that sales process they're getting the value from her in that coaching program yep a hundred percent and and when you hire the right salesperson you know understand you know this salesperson needs to be, you know, they need to be a complete spitting image of you mm-hmm. almost that they have to speak for you. They have to represent you, you know, and, and so it's taking them through a, a very thorough training process and holding them accountable, but really, you know, letting them know your core truth so that you're working with the right clients because you don't want some sort of salesperson that's going to feel pressured into maybe enrolling the wrong person into your coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's much better to be more judicious and turn people away from coaching or, or even refer them to another coach right. <laughs> out of integrity and then take them on yourself. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, and, and I, I believe in the spirit of abundance. You know, I, I refer people to other coaches all the time, you know, um, because my style is not everyone's style. There, there are other great sales coaches out there. And by all means, I'm happy to refer you to them if I think they can serve you at a higher level. And and, and when a coach runs their business like that, because, look, un- unless you're teaching underwater basket weaving, I you know, I don't know a coach who is doing that. So, you know, you're probably fine and you can take on everyone that wants to do that. Right. But any other industry, look, there's other people doing what you want to do. Know your competition and and maybe sometimes out of integrity refer Refer a potential client or a potential student to a different coach. It builds a relationship. It shows that you're a person of value and that you really do just want to serve. Now, another aspect of the virtual sales team that I have a question about is how do people get to that virtual sales team? I mean, is it is the idea of it that you're going to be automating a lot of that front end process? So people are coming into a funnel and then that's just the next step is they end up with the virtual sales team or could it, is it also like when you go out and and do workshops or speak somewhere when someone approaches you and they say they want to work with you, do you then shift the conversation over to the sales team then? Yeah, no, that that's a terrific question. So it, I, I think it all starts with having some sort of scheduling software. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, whether whether you're a coach who does a lot of in-person events or workshops or stuff, or, you know, you're an online coach with a webinar or wh- whatever your business model, it all starts with having some sort of scheduling software for your sales team, you know, so, so that, you know, once you make the email introduction or once someone's come through your sales funnel, you know, it, it leads ultimately to that scheduling 
page uh, for for your business developer or mm-hmm. self professional. So you know, it, it, there, there's some really great software out there. Schedule One, Security Scheduled scheduling it doesn't matter which one you're using all that matters is that you're using it because that takes people through an actual automated process you know mm-hmm. um and makes it feel more official so you know that they can get on a call you know a scheduled call that they're going to get text message reminders to saying hey your calls in 24 hours hey your calls in one hour hey your calls in 10 minutes and they can show up with with this professional uh, salesperson who isn't going to be high pressure, but is just going to kind of find out what they need in their business or in their life and see if the coaching is going to be the right fit. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, it, it sells, sells coaching, sales calls, or excuse me, uh, <laughs> sales calls for coaching um, should be anything but a sales call. It should really just be a conversation about, hey, can we help you? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Or, hey, sorry, you know, buy this book on Amazon. (laughs) How do you feel about coaches being upfront with their pricing as far as putting their pricing up on their website? Is this something that makes sense? Or does this cause people to, you know, take themselves out of the game before they even have that conversation? Yeah, no, that that's a terrific question. Uh, you know, and and I know coaches, and I'm sure you do too, Millette, you know, you, there's coaches that do different things here, you know, so uh, obviously, if you go to my website, you know, if you go to peaksalesresults.com, I have my hourly rates there. Um, you know, my hourly rates scare off a lot of people, mm-hmm. frankly, you know. So, <laughs> but there's still that intrigue of, well, what does it cost to work with Stan one-on-one, you know? Right. Um, and, and there's no price there, you know, and it's not that, you know, I, I, I know multiple places online where people talk about how, the price of how much it costs to work with you one-on-one, but, but there is that intrigue value. And so, you know, I, you know, I, I think you can go either way. Being very upfront with people and upfront and honest, that's great. But the fact of the matter is, and this is coaching, is that there are going to be people who, if they know the price upfront, are going to go, ah, oh, I can't do it, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so that's the power of having a good uh, business developer or sales professional that takes your calls is because you, c- you know, then you can get them on a call and talk about where they're at and and more than anything almost uh, you know i i teach you know business developers how to be cheerleaders for people honestly mm-hmm. because a sales call should either end with hey i want to work with you right now hey i don't want to work with you i think i can do it in x amount of days or months or hey we're just not a good fit you know and and so when when you're not high pressure when when you're serving from just a true core of integrity and value like, look, there, there are going to be people who can't work with you right now, but because you've been a cheerleader for them and you've told them what your coaching has done for other people, that they'll come back months later and work with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've, I, I don't even know the last time I took a sales call for my, my own coaching or someone else's coaching that I work with. But, you know, I've had five people enroll in high ticket coaching with me in the last seven days. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and, and it's because, you know, months ago I said, hey, look at, Look at what this program can do for you. So I want to go back and talk a little bit about something that you said a little earlier, and that was being willing to send people to other coaches. So Mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about networking and collaborations and just how a coach can not look at other coaches as competition, but look at them as part of their network and maybe 
a way to share back and forth. When someone doesn't really connect with them, pass them on to, to someone who you maybe want to look at as competition, but you shouldn't. Right. Yeah. Well, well, this is where, you know, a, a lot of people are, are a little shy and, you know, and it, you're exactly right. Everyone kind of looks at everyone else like competition. <laughs> so, you know, one, one of the things I work with, kind of like I said at the beginning, you know, it, it, most of sales is mindset. Mm-hmm. And I think most of coaching and all business is mindset stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I do, I truly believe in, in a spirit of abundance. You know, there, there are more people, you know, I do sales coaching. There are more people that need sales coaching than I could ever personally work with. Mm-hmm. ever 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 and and guess what not everyone likes me <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with them but you know some people don't like me Every, everyone has different personalities right so look there, there are other you know I, I could name huge names you know there there's grant cardone there's ryan Stuman, uh you know there's there's tom hopkins there's all these amazing you know really brand name big sales coaches um i think they're all really great i'm active uh, in, in a couple of Facebook groups with really high dollar, you know, sales coaches, but I contribute to the group at, you know, I never say, Hey, look, I'm Stan, come work with me. But you know, I, I contribute to that group and, and I tell people, Hey, go buy. I've told multiple people in the last month, Hey, go buy Ryan Stuman's sales training. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. You know, because I think his personality will fit better for you and your industry. You know, it fits better. Um, I, and, and I don't feel bad doing that because I think Ryan's a pretty cool guy. You know, his personality isn't the right one for everyone. And, you know, my personality is not the right person for everyone. But, you know, reaching out and connecting with people that you think are competition, it's the best thing you can do. You know, send them a Facebook message, connect with them on LinkedIn, say, hey, we do the same thing, kind of. But but this is where, you know, if you're working from a core of integrity, you know, no one's going to be doing exactly what you're doing, Mm -hmm. you know. There, there's, there's no sales coach out there that is going to teach you breathing techniques and meditation like Stan Way does, right. you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I can, with integrity, send people elsewhere and say, hey, yeah, he does kind of what I do, but not really, you know? And, and any coach that's listening to this, like, look, you're probably in an industry or vertical where people are doing what you're doing, but do it, do it with a twist. Serve at a higher level. You know, you have to be unique no matter what you're doing. And, and when you connect and w- with other coaches, you know, it, it's the beauty of, you know, it, most people at a high level of performance and success don't have a scarcity mindset. So if you have a scarcity mindset, just up level and, and get rid of it. We've talked about a few different ways that people can connect. You mentioned meeting people at conferences and just collaborating with other coaches or networking with other coaches. You alluded to some referrals possibly that, that were coming your way. So what would you say is the best way or your favorite way really right now of introducing new clients to what you do in your business? Oh man, it, this is, this is the power of, of the age we live in. Um, th- there's no wrong way to reach out and connect to people. You know, um, <laughs> there's no wrong way. And, and so, you know, I, I'm a huge advocate uh, of just reaching out, sending that email, sending uh, a Facebook message, you know, just just connecting, you know, mm-hmm. and and being vulnerable because, I, you know, I, I think business is kind of like uh, relationships and dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you have to be really vulnerable. You have to be willing to never get a response or, or never hear back or to get the hard no, you know. Right. Um, and, and that's okay. But, you know, just reaching out and, and connecting with people and saying, hey, uh, you know, I love what you do. You, and I, I love to network and I would maybe love to send some business your way. Would it be cool if we hop on a five minute conversation? 
you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I use, I use it, it kind of like we talked about before we started recording this podcast. You know, I, <laughs> I'm on Skype. I use Zoom. Uh, I use a uh, Google calendar, like the YouTube go to meeting or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, those calendar links. Um, I honestly, I speak to people all throughout the world every day via Facebook messenger call. It's an audio call, um, right off my phone. And, and you know, I, I do, I, I connect with people, uh, and say, Hey, what, what do you do? I want to know a little bit more. I would love to send some business your way. And, and the power of that is that, you know, I do, I have people honestly trying to send business my way all day, every day. Um, because I've reached out and said, Hey, I'd love to chat for five minutes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and, and when, when you, once again, you know, at the higher level of success that you reach, the, the more you realize, Hey, yeah, people connect to a new coach listening to this. It might seem scary and overwhelming to ask someone for five minutes of their time, but it's not, you know, you, you and I, we live in a virtual world where, you know, calling a stranger from the internet on the other side of the world for five minutes, that's just a thing we do. <laughs> So what would you suggest if a coach is listening and they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I don't know, Stan, that sounds scary. <laughs> what would you say? What's something that they should say in this five minute conversation? How how should they get kicked off talking to someone brand new? Yeah, well, it, it's it's all about bringing value. You know, if if you watch Shark Tank, you know, I, I love the sharks. Oh, man, they're, they're ruthless. But, you know, they, they always, you know, they always talk about bring some sort of value. Mm-hmm. You know, and when people, you know, people are pitching, you know, the Shark Tank folks uh, all the time, nonstop. But it's the people who bring them value first that they always want to continue to network with and connect with. And, and so, you know, if you reach out to someone, say, hey, look, I, I work in the same industry. Um, You know, I do coaching for X, Y, Z. Obviously, I'm not the right fit for everyone. Would it be cool if we talked for five minutes so I could kind of find out a little bit more about your coaching? Because um, I know we're, what we're doing is different and maybe I could send some folks your way. You know, yeah, like that's a powerful like if someone sent me a Facebook message today saying, hey, Stan, I do sales coaching, but I'm not the right fit. Do you want to talk for five minutes and I can send you business? Well, <laughs> heck, yeah. Yeah, let's talk. Like, right. man, I, I will take I will make five minutes in my day. And the magical thing is, is that call might last 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I know that you're a cool person. You're in my industry and you're not competition. You're actually just a cool person. What would you say is one action step that you would suggest for brand new coaches? If they're serious about growing a successful business, what would you say is something that they should do first? Or maybe even what's something that you wish you had done first if you could have it to do over again? Yeah, so so I'll answer what I should have done first first, um, <laughs> which is which is I should have set things up in an automated, automated, systematic way, mm. you know, Um you know, I, I should have set up the webinar funnels and everything else. Now, those are things that are far beyond the technical scope of many people listening to this podcast, probably. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all a process. We're all leveling up. So that's what I should have done first. Um, what I think most coaches, because I'm really involved in the coaching industry and I work with so many coaches, what I think most coaches, especially newer coaches, should – and even, hey, man, even, you know, existing coaches that have been around for a few years – the first thing that should be done is stepping back and seeing how much value you're bringing. Mm. And, and if you're not bringing value, you need to change what you're doing fundamentally to serve your audience because, you know, and I, you know, the coaches I work with, I joke around, you know, I always say, Hey, I don't work with fake internet gurus, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, so you do, you have to be bringing value because it's, you know, it's easy to see the fake internet gurus for what they are. Right. (laughs) 
Yeah. And so you have to bring value. And if you're not bringing enough value, if, you know, if 50% of your coaching students aren't hitting target, um, you know, by the end of, you know, a, a four or six, eight week coaching program, you have to, you have to change things, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to change things, you know, and, and I say 50%, which I personally think is super low, but it's well above what most coaching programs are like right mm-hmm. now, as far yeah. as success rates. Um, you know, that there's a lot of, you know, studies and industry standards that would show that even in personal high dollar, high ticket personal coaching, less than 27% are ever going to see results. So, yeah. So, so like, look, you know, I, I want, you know, 95% of my personal students, um, you know, having big wow experiences and the people I work with, I want them to have similar experiences. So, you know, you've got to be better than the average coach out there. Yeah, definitely. Now let's talk a little bit about your business. We've been talking about growth. We've been talking about setting goals, making achievements, not being content with keeping things as is. So what are you most excited about creating next in your business? What does the future look like for you? Yeah. So, uh, um, uh, this is, uh, <laughs> this is a good question. Uh, you know, I am, I, I believe in coaching, you know, you, you asked early on like what helped me really succeed. Well, you know, I got a coach, you know, and, and, and so that, you know, that, that's a big thing that I believe in because there's so many online courses and online programs out there, but you know, and we just talked about coaching success rates, like the success rates of online programs is super low, mm-hmm. even low, you know, um, you know, I, I work with some big internet marketing, um, really good, just industry leaders, but even their huge main big internet marketing programs that show people, honestly, just shows them everything. You know, the, the completion rate of even just the training modules is super, super low. Mm-hmm. The percentage is abysmal. So, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm working on trying to figure out how to take what I do in one-on-one coaching and even small group coaching and, and implement it, um, to, to people in a program, you know, in an affordable way that's actually going to help them get results. And so, you know, I'm working on that right now. I'm doing some beta testing with some students and, and the results are amazing and they're not quite where I want them to be. But, you know, I, you know, I don't want to be one of these guys who creates a program and like, oh, well that, you know, that's an amazing program, but you know, people don't get results. Mm. Um, you know, at the end of the day, money is really shallow and and frankly, it's just a tool. So I, I want to create something that's going to help people actually, you know, get things done. So that that's what I'm working on. It's kind of like my secret project. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stan, this has been so good and I've learned so much. I would love it if we could finish up with the final five rapid fire questions. Please. What's one habit or skill that's helped you become unstoppable? Mm, yeah, it's, you know, it's probably finding a coach, but also, you know, like, like I said earlier, keep on keeping on. I just never give up. What's one quality that you think every successful coach needs to spend some time developing? Mm, oh, that's so good. Uh, I would say relationship building, which we've touched on a lot today. Recommend one book that's had a big impact either on your business or on your life. Okay. Uh, man, oh, I, I read three to five books a week. So this is really hard. Wow. For me. Yeah. Um, which maybe that should be, you know, what I think successful people do. <laughs> but I, I recently read a book. Um, it's called A Million Miles in a Thousand Years. It's by a guy named Donald Miller. Um, I think it, it, it's, it's kind of a personal story, but it's also entrepreneurial, business minded. I, I think everyone should read it. I think that everyone could get something really great out of that. Nice. Give us an online resource that you think coaches would love to use in their business and that you couldn't do business without. 
uh, Facebook Messenger video and audio calls. I, it's, I think it's the most untapped, underutilized, free, amazing resource to connect with people worldwide. Cool. Finally, how can the listeners best connect with you? If they want to learn more about you, what you do, and how you help people, what social platforms are you on, and what's your website? Yeah, so uh, people... People can find me on the, the magical Facebook and, you know, uh, Instagram, Twitter. It's I am Stanway. Uh, but, but, but my home base is peaksalesresults.com. And, and I do, I, you know, I, I do a lot of speaking. So anyone who is interested in me maybe coming and speaking at their event, it is stanwayspeaks.com. Nice. Well, I'll be sure to get all of those links and the recommendations onto the show notes page. Stan, this has been such a good conversation. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you. It has been an honor, and I'm just so glad to have been here with you and your listeners. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. Be sure to join me next Monday for another inspiring interview. But wait, before you go, I've got a question for you. Are you ready to take action on all the great strategies today's guests shared, but you're not quite sure where to start? I've got you covered with my new action episodes where I break down how you can implement all their best tips and tricks. Get immediate access to this exclusive free content when you become part of the Unstoppable Coach community. Simply go to unstoppablecoach.co to join or text COACH to 345-345.